Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Ignited Podcast. We are Adrian and Jennifer Pina, bringing practical and spiritual tools to ignite your marriage. Welcome guys to episode 15. We're calling this our season one finale. Can you believe it that we are 15 episodes into Marriage Ignited? It's been quite a ride and we have been excited to be alongside in this journey with you guys. So Jennifer, what has been your favorite part so far about launching Marriage Ignited this year? Wow, we have learned so much throughout this journey together. I loved looking back to our barriers to intimacy. That series was so fun. It was our kickoff as we started Marriage Ignited. That was such a fun look at just a lot of things that can get in the way of really a healthy marriage and growing together in our marriage. And so that was such a fun one for me. I really loved that series. Yeah. Yeah. I also just loved who knew that this thing was going to launch during a quarantine, you know, so that made it very, very interesting and we're kind of learning along in the process. And so it's been a fun learning experience and just being able to do this with you has been a lot of fun, but I'll never forget our 10 quarantine dates and just (laughs) the fun things that we did around the house and outside. That was kind of a a really fun episode and just uh, even our series on communication that we did, which has always been a huge part of some of the things we've had an opportunity to do through various different marriage ministry type opportunities. And so that was a really, really good time. I love getting to know all of you guys on social media. It's been really fun to just contact, you know, communicate back and forth every day and see your comments and some of the things that you're learning throughout the podcast. That has been really, really fun, really rewarding. It's been really neat to see like new people that we've never, you know, that we don't know personally kind of coming along on this journey and wanting to invest in their marriage. That has been really rewarding. And I I feel like kind of like confirmation, you know, that we're, we're doing what God wants us to do with this. And so that's been really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really exciting to just see some of the stories and little interaction and how those tools have been beneficial for you guys. You know, that's kind of one of our goals is every episode to give you something very practical that you could be able to walk away with to be able to implement. And it's been cool to see how you guys are using some of those tools and how they've been helpful. Yeah, for sure. So in today's episode, Oh, so in today's episode, <laughs> we are going to talk about the importance of being each other's number one fan. We're going to talk about being an encourager to your spouse and being able to speak life over them. Because did you know that your words matter? I remember the old adage, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's the stupidest and most inaccurate statement whatsoever. <laughs> our words matter, and we want to speak words of life that cultivate hope uh, in our marriages. So this episode is going to challenge you to be a little bit more of an encourager intentionally in your marriage. But first we have some huge news. You guys, we are so, so excited to announce here on the marriage ignited podcast that we are moving. Ah, yay. So you guys, we currently live in, in central New Jersey where my husband has been the pastor of shady Russ Bible church for over the last seven years. And we have been feeling like God was calling us to return to Dallas. God is calling us to return to Dallas and work on our doctorates at Dallas Theological Seminary. Yeah, so we continue on in our education. And we believe that this is just going to further expand kind of our training and ability to be able to effectively minister in various different avenues. And we're really excited about the possibility. It's a kind of a walk of faith and it's an exciting journey. It's a little nerve wracking sometimes when you do things that 
God is telling you to do that are outside of your comfort zone, but then faith wouldn't be faith if it was always in your comfort zone, would it? So, but we are genuinely excited about what is going to happen and transpire. And that's why, you know, we just want to be in the center of what God's, God's doing. And we're excited about what that's going to look like. So tell them about season. our degrees. So we are going to be pursuing two different doctorate degrees. I'm going to be pursuing my PhD in theological studies. I am kind of a theology nerd and so love doing that. And Jen is going to be pursuing her degree as a doctor of educational ministry within marriage and family to kind of continue on her training along those lines. As we shared a little bit about our education before on the podcast, and you know that she has a background in marriage and family. So that's why I love the dynamic that we have, because I could be able to bring a little bit of a biblical perspective and then she brings her counseling training and everything like that. And so this is just further going to help and amplify and we look to step up our game with Marriage Ignited. So you guys pray for us as we go through the next few weeks and move and get settled in and start school and all of that. We want to take you along on the journey with us. We're so excited about just the next steps that God has and definitely want to take you with us. Yes, absolutely. So we're moving at the end of June. Yep. And we're going to be getting settled through the month of July. So that's why you heard at the beginning of this, we're calling this the season one finale, because we are going to kick off a brand new season of Marriage Ignited in August. So we're going to take off the last few weeks in June and July and then kick back in August. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to be doing anything. So some exciting things are coming up. So what's some of the exciting things coming up? You guys, we're so We're so excited not to overuse that word, I guess. But so we've been planning and praying about some different things that we can bring to really add value to the podcast because we want you to feel like you're learning. We want you to feel like this is a place that you want to come to to um, help grow in your marriage. And so we've been working on some fun ideas. What we're going to do when we launch relaunch in August in season two, what you can expect, we're going to begin monthly interviews on Facebook Live and Instagram Live with inspiring married couples. I'm so this part I'm I think is going to be really really cool. You guys, there's people that we've we've met and you guys know there's just couples that stand out to you that really inspire you that their marriage is something that you want in your life, you know, that's something that you want for your life. And so I just thought it would be so cool. We thought it would be so cool to interview some really inspiring married couples and hear from them. What works for them? What, you know, how did they meet? What's their story and Maybe get some sound wisdom from these couples. Yeah, it's going to be very, very cool. Just kind of informal dialogue and just kind of just, it's like you're just sitting with somebody who is more seasoned and just wants to impart whatever wisdom, just a conversation. We are so excited about some of the like couples that are getting lined up for that. Yes, absolutely. We also are going to be launching our website and have regular blog posts and tons of different resources available for you directly from the re- website. We're also going to be launching a weekly email to share encouragement to you, to share marriage tools, all the things. You guys, this is going to be such a fun season two. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to guys want to stay up to date with everything that is coming up and we're still going to be active on social media, make sure to follow Marriage Ignited at Marriage Ignited on Facebook or on Instagram. And we'll be sharing all the different updates and fun different things as kind of we go on through this journey throughout the summer and the move and stuff like that. So you can stay in the loop with all the exciting things that are upcoming. All right. So let's transition. We're going to talk today in this episode about being an encourager. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit as to why being an encourager is so important to your spouse, because life is hard and just there's so many different things that combat us all the time Mm -hmm. in life. 
So true. And there are things that are outside of your control. I mean, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's all the unrest that's going on, even in our land right now, whether it's job situations, all these different things just are always constantly bombarding and hitting you. And so your home and your spouse is such an important space and it's such an important relationship to be a source of life for you in that way, because life is hard and you need that kind of partner to be alongside of you, to be that resource and someone that you can lean on when it gets difficult. I was thinking about this the other day that so often we're hit all day long with messaging, right? We're hit with messaging from our cell phones, from commercials, from people, from jobs, from our family. You know, there's things being said to us, said about us all the time. And a lot of times, you know, the fact that things are hard and people are stressed, you know, those messages are not always positive, right? Men and women in 2020 are hit with a lot of negative messages, a lot of kind of an endless amount of criticism and negativity and stress. It just kind of flows. And I think one of the things that really stands out to me in this is that if my husband is being hit with all this messaging, where is truth coming from, right? And who is speaking life over him? It really hit me one time that, you know, if I'm not speaking life over my husband, who is, right? Like I'm the one who loves him the most in the world, who's the closest to him, who's with him more, who he sees every single day, night, you know? And if I'm not speaking truth over him, if I'm not encouraging him with words of life, who is going to do that? It's kind of like my job. I mean, I don't know if that's in the Bible, but I feel like it's my job. Like one of my jobs is to be the person who does speak life. It's my job and yes. your job. It's my job too. Yes. Yes. It's a jo- it's a mutual job for us to be to to do together, but it's so important, guys. So important because life really is hard. Now, really kind of the second thing that we just wanted to talk about is how that there is power in our tongue, in our speech. The Bible talks a lot about mm-hmm. the way we speak, all right? And so I recently preached through a sermon series in the book of James. And in James chapter three, there's a huge section that he talks about, about the power of the tongue and its ability to do some very, very crazy things. And we'll link that sermon, by the way, in the actual video description of this. But in James chapter three, verses nine and 10, this just gives you a little glimpse of what he says about the tongue. And it says this, with it, talking about the tongue, we bless our Lord and father. And with it, we curse people who are made in the, in the likeness of God. From the same mouth comes both blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things not ought to be so. Think about that for a moment. James is making a really clear point here. Number one is he's linking everything back to creation. He's saying that the words that we speak, that we speak toward God and blessing him, when we speak cursing toward one another, other human individuals are creating in the image and likeness of God. This is Genesis chapter one, okay? Creating in the image and likeness of God. That means that we have certain attributes about us that God also carries as well. Did you notice that human beings are the only part of creation that actually have the ability to speak and to be able to speak in that way, like God speaks? And if you look at the beginning of the Bible, and if you believe the Bible, then when God speaks, his words have power, his words create. Now, our words don't create in the sense that we can't speak out of nothing and boom, something appears. Like, man, I'd really like a T-bone steak right now. If it would just appear right now, I'm talking <laughs> I bet about you medium rail, some mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'd really go for that right now, but uh-huh. I can't speak that into existence. However, here's the interesting thing about our words. Our words do not have the ability to create reality. 
However, they do have the ability to shape reality. Let me say that again, and I'm going to kind of unpack that. Our words do not have the ability to create reality, but our words definitely have the ability to shape reality. Let me give you an example. If you grew up in a household where the person who was the authority figure in your household, your parents, all they did was speak negative, negative words to you. You'll never amount to nothing. You're such a loser. You're so stupid. How come you can't do this? How come you can't do that? Those statements in reality may not actually, they're probably not physically true. However, they can create a sense of your own perceived reality as to what you think about your own self and what your own self-worth if you begin to believe that negative speech that is actually being spoken over you. Exactly. You guys, in Proverbs 18, 21, this, this idea is also reinforced. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Think about that. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. There is power in our tongues. What we say, what we say to our spouse, what we say to each other, it matters so much. And we can build each other up with our tongues or we can tear each other down with our tongues. And we want to we want to use our power for good. Right. We want to speak life over our spouses. Be an encourager using our tongue for good and not for evil. Amen to that. So, you guys, I heard this example, and I can't for the life of me remember where it was. I'm sorry if I stole it from you. (laughs) I would love to give you credit. (laughs) But it really impacted me so much when I was thinking about this idea of being an encourager and speaking life over each other. So, I have a piece of white paper here, right? On this, it's just a pure, plain white paper, right? So, when you look at this piece of white paper, it's a blank canvas that represents your spouse. And the empty space represents their gifts, their talents, their abilities, all the things you love about them, right? Now, I'm going to take a black Sharpie, and I'm going to just make a few little marks on the paper. Now, I want you to do this at home because I feel like it's so it's such a visual when you're actually like doing it at home so that you can kind of see the marks. I don't know if you'll be able to really see those on the screen. But five I, dots. I put five little dots. Actually, you know what? I'll make them a little bigger so you can see them. <clears throat> So when you do this at home, grab a mar- grab a pen- paper and just put, a, you know, put a few marks, put a few blemishes on this perfect white piece of paper. OK, so I've put five marks on this piece of paper. Now, what happens when we look at the paper now that the marks are on it? Our eyes naturally gravitate to where the blemish is. Our eyes naturally gravitate to where there's a mark rather than looking at this whole beautiful, perfect amazing white piece of paper, what we look at and what our focus is on is those black, little black blemishes, okay? <laughs> and it really, it, our, na- our eyes are naturally drawn to this. And this is exactly what happens in the day-to-day grind after decades of life with a person. Yeah, it's so easy to focus on all the things that we consider to be annoying little nuances within our actual spouse and to not focus on all the other things. And it's just a matter of perspective, right? It's just, it's a simple shift, a simple illustration like that. And it looks, and it's kind of stupid when you think about it, right? Because the black dots take up so much little quantity of the actual paper. And yet it's the thing that is so easily noticeable. And oftentimes we nitpick about certain little blemishes that we may see in our spouse, even though we subconsciously know that nobody's perfect and that they won't be perfect. Instead of focusing on all the good, it's amazing how one negative word 
can do so much more damage than all the positive words that you can actually throw throughout the day. That's why being intentionally encouraging is so important to be able to speak those words of life. When we are encouragers, it not only blesses our spouse, but it shifts our hearts and our perspective to focus on the good. You guys, this is a difference maker. I think in marriages, when I can't wait to do these interviews with couples because I honestly feel like some of these married people who have healthy, strong, godly marriages for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years that we're going to interview, I think one of the difference makers we're going to find is that they do speak life over each other. That this this is one of those areas that truly does matter because, like we said earlier, if you're not speaking life over your spouse, who will? Right. I mean, we are the person. This is such a biblical concept all throughout scripture. It talks about life and death and in the power of the in the tongue, you know, and and again, when we have the opportunity to to, to look past and, and think about this for yourself, too, when your spouse has the opportunity to look past those blemishes and says to you, you matter, you can do this. I believe in you. You're worth it. You know, you like those kind of things are so powerful. Don't you think? I think so. And plus, I think when it comes to the blemishes, we're keenly aware most of the time of our own blemishes. Mm. So how much more love does that show when your spouse is kind of overlooking those things and purposely speaking life into you because they're seeing the paper, they're seeing the, the rest of the picture? Because I'm totally aware of a lot of my faults, maybe not all of them, but I'm a, a totally aware of a lot of those. So when my wife speaks life over me, even if I have exhibited a blemish, you know what I mean? Even more so, how much deeper impact is that to be able to overlook that thing and be able to speak life into the situation? As a spouse, it really takes a lot of intention though. You don't just accidentally speak life over your spouse, right? You actually have to be intentional about it. You have to say, I see that blemish and I mm-hmm. love you and you're and you're you're still worth all the things. You know, mm-hmm. you're still valuable. You're still gifted and talented. Like we have to be really intentional. It doesn't just accidentally happen that we speak life over each other or that we become an encourager like accidentally. No, you have to be intentional. It takes work and effort. And so we want to challenge you guys this week's tool. We kind of want to have this be a summer project, okay? A summer challenge. We want you guys to be working on speaking life over your spouse. So let me ask you this question. What does it mean to speak life over your spouse? What does it even mean to be an encourager? Like, what do those words look like? I think one of the key things that's easy to see when it comes to this area is a lot of times, interestingly enough, speaking words of encouragement actually helps diffuse a lot of things. I know that for me personally, a lot of times, like if I'm stressed and you recognize that I'm stressed and for various different reasons, whatever's going on, and because of my stress... I am responding in a more sharper tone than I typically would do or being more short with you. You speak life over me and you say, honey, I know that you're stressed. I want to give you grace. I love you. I see you. How can I help you? That is like, it, it, easily, it diffuses situations and it totally wraps everything else around. Because a lot of times when somebody's like in a negative space like that, it's very easy to go off the deep ends. And a word of life literally kind of just brings whole, it brings life out of that death. It totally it totally changes the whole outlook of the whole entire thing. And to me, that's what it means to speak life. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's always going to be in a situation where it's, where, what is bad, but what it does is it builds up. And literally, sometimes when you speak a word of encouragement, you can almost see physically speaking, the countenance of the person change. You're, it's like you're building them up. I mean, like their chest sticks out a little high or the smile. It goes from a frown on their face to a smile. 
And so I really believe that's kind of what it means to speak life and to be an encourager. One of the privileges that we have is as a spouse is that we're doing life with this person and we know them more intimately than any other human. That is a really privileged position, right? And so like for Adrian, um, when I, I maybe have, I have different struggles, right? I, everyone, ever, all of us have different struggles. My struggles are unique to me and he knows what those are. And so when he, when he encourages me in an area that he knows I would have a hard time with, it really matters to me. So like, if he says to me, like it's COVID y'all, and I've, I've put on a few pounds. I think a lot of us have, right? And this is a hard area for me. When he says to me, you're beautiful. I think you look so good today. Oh my gosh, I love you so much. Like that kind of stuff really, really encourages my, my soul so deeply. And so I think that there's this unique opportunity when you're married that you know the things that your, your spouse struggles with. And when you encourage them specifically in those areas, it doesn't always have to be that. The, those areas. But when you do that and when you're intentional about that, man, oh, it makes such a difference. And I think when you're intentional about it, it begins to kind of you gain compound interest. I mean, it becomes easier. It's not it, you're not doing this purposely to be robotic. You're, you're doing it because you see the nature of how it can change a situation. And you're, you're seeing that your spouse needs that level of encouragement. One of the things is like sometimes physically the position even changes. Here's what I mean by that is that there are times when if I know for me that I I love this, you've done this a lot lately, and I really appreciate it and notice it. Sometimes my wife will just sit at me, sit next to me. She'll look at me, and we'll be like looking at each other. She'll put her hands on my face and just be like, "I see you, I see you. I know what you're going through. You know what I mean. I just wanna, I wanna encourage you. How can I help you? You know what I mean. And it's just like very intimate in that way, in that that space. So it's an act of love. That's and that's the intentionality behind it. It's like okay, let's calm down for a moment. And sometimes she'll even sit me down. She's like, okay, let's sit down for a second. Hold my hand, look at me, and then actually do that. And it totally diffuses everything. And it's like everything else melts away at that point. Because those words of life have so much an opportunity to override all of the negativity that Mm -hmm. is going on. And we need more of those because we tend to hold on to the negative. You know what I mean? So we need more of those. And when the person that loves you the most dearest in in your world speaks that from a genuine heart and you know that's genuine, it's like compounded interest in that way. This is so different to you guys than like the the love languages. We're we're huge advocates for the love languages. We are, I'm sure we'll cover that at some point in the podcast. If you're not familiar, Dr. Gary Chapman uh, wrote a very famous book. Great book. Uh, wonderful resource. If you want to check that out, we'll put the link in the description. And so But this is different because in the love languages, the concept is that we each receive and give love in a certain way. And there's five different ways. We believe that they're they're so accurate. But but what we're talking about today is actually speaking life. Okay, it's not like doing a chore for someone. Believe me, and you've heard me say this before, and I'll say it again. There is nothing more that brings me more joy than my husband unloading the dishwasher without being asked. Okay. <laughs> like when he does yeah. that, Oh man, my love bank is like overflowing. But right now what we're talking about is really different. It's really about being intentional with your words. Our words are also really, really matter. Okay. And so although we love the languages and those are so true and we want you to do those as well, we want you to be really strategic with your words, depending on your relationship and the type of person. 
I'm sure maybe you can get, kind of figure this out from Adrian and I. I'm definitely more of the talker than he is. And I, nah. think, I think for you, I, I'm going to just guess, but it must be harder for you to be more intentional because you don't talk as much. Like, would you say that is true? That's true. Yeah, that's abs- that's accurate. It's uh, I have to think about it to to be able to do it. And sometimes you I think one of the easiest ways, if I can say it this way, if you're like me and you're you're not as prone to talk or maybe you're a thinker or whatever, one of the easiest ways to be intentional, I think, about encouragement is to think how can you encourage in the things that you take for granted. Uh, let me give you an example of that. That was like, good. Yeah, I was going to say my wife is a great cook. And she has, during COVID, just rocked it out. And we basically been locked down. And she has cooked so many meals. I mean, for, you know, three times a day. Okay. Literally humble brag. But I cooked for 85 days straight, three meals a day. We finally went out to eat on day 85. And so I I do think I I do think there's like a round of applause there. Yes. Yes. Humble brag about this. too. I did tell her, I said, you know what? You can cash in your ticket to go out to eat at any point in time that you want to be able to do that to pick up food because I knew she was working her tail off. But that is something that I take for granted sometimes. The fact that she is the one who does all the meal prep and thinks about the meal, thinks about the, the menu. And so one of the intentional ways I can encourage her is when she's in the kitchen and she's getting frustrated while she's cooking, I could just say, honey, and I have a number of times during this time, I really appreciate what you're doing. And thank you for taking care of our family. You're an awesome cook. And that's just an intentional way in kind of the mundane things that you could take for granted, which is easier to build in and it becomes more natural than at that point to be an encourager. What an amazing building block this is for the day-to-day. You know, I think that this day-to-day grind, like we said, you know, decades from now when you've been married 20, 30, 40 years, this is a building block for a healthy, healthy marriage for you to be able to learn early, learn now, wherever you are in your season of marriage, to be an encourager, to be intentional with your words, to speak life over your spouse. Absolutely. How powerful. All mm-hmm. right. So our tool, you guys, we want to kick off a fun summer challenge. We want you to follow us on social media at Marriage Ignited on Facebook and Instagram. Throughout the summer, we are not taking off in that area. We just won't be doing the podcast. So we want you to kind of connect with us in the stories, connect with us in the posts. We want to do a speak life challenge this summer. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. All right. So we want to do this together. Okay. so if you think about it, speaking life over your spouse for, for just daily for a week and you can see the difference that that makes. So it starts with a week, right? Do it for a week and watch and see the difference that it's making in your relationship. And then imagine what would happen if you were intentional with your words, speaking life over your spouse all summer long. What difference? I mean, it could change the course of your marriage. Yes, it absolutely could. I genuinely think it could. So all summer, we want to encourage you guys to jump in and, and be a part of this. So you guys, I'm here for it. Like we are here for it. We're taking the challenge ourselves. We're about to go through or, you know, moving across the country, quitting your job, starting school, doctorates. I mean, it's not it's not like for the faint of heart. I'm not <laughs> trying to like, <laughs> no, it's but not. it's like stressful. Right. I mean, that's a stressful thing. And so for us, like to try to be like we're we're taking on the challenge. Right. Yes, we are. We're going to do it. We're going to be encouragers for each other all summer. And we want you guys to stay here for it as well. So if you're in, if you want to just jump in, we want to see in the comments, jump into the comments. 
let us know. Yes, we are in. I'm taking the summer challenge, the summer speak life challenge. I'll create a hashtag. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll create something and then we'll we'll keep the interaction conversation going through the summer. So we want you to jump into the comments wherever you're on this in the podcast, in the YouTube channel. Jump into the comments and say, I'm in. We are in for the summer speak life challenge. Yes, we are. All right. <laughs> so guys, season two is going to launch on August the 4th is going to be so the first Tuesday, we're going to keep our Tuesday schedule. But that's when you can expect the first podcast to drop for the new season. And we there's lots of great content that we've already alluded to that's going to be coming up and some new content that we're going to be bringing along the way. So we're planning to just continue to bring you guys some amazing, amazing content that will light a fire under your marriage. Now, if you are a little bit behind on the podcast, then this is a great time to catch up on season one. We've covered so many great topics. So make sure to subscribe to this channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Doesn't take you that long to do that. We'd love to be able to interact with you in that way. It really helps to bring exposure to Marriage Ignited. So hit that notification bell to be alerted when season two begins. So you know when that new video pops up. All right. Stay connected with us, you guys, this summer. We love connecting with you online. It's just been such a fun part of doing the podcast. Honestly, it's one of my favorite parts of doing the podcast is just being able to get to know you and your families. And we love just hearing your stories is so fun. So make sure to stay connected with us throughout the um, the summer Speak Life Challenge, but also just in general daily, we're going to jump on. We're going to share share with you on Facebook and Instagram. It's at Marriage Ignited. We're going to share with you some behind the scenes of our move and just how we're working through the Speak Life Challenge. We're going to be really transparent in our stories. And so you want to be making sure you're following all that good stuff. And we're just so excited and so blessed to have you on this journey with us. We're so thankful. 15 episodes. When we first thought about starting a podcast. We were kind of excited about it, but we honestly were like, yo, we don't know much of how to actually do that. Yeah, like 15 (laughs) episodes feels like so many episodes to me. Like, I know we're just getting started and we're going to have such an amazing fall. When we kick back off, another thing I was going to say was was made me think of it is that the background will be totally different, right? Yes, we'll new finally be, we'll be in a new space, new background, yeah, all that good stuff. But but yeah, there was a lot to learn along the way, and so we it started with just God. Kind of, it really started. God laid it on my heart, and I just we told you a little bit about the story, and just told Jen, hey, I think we should do this, and we didn't know what that was going to look like. <laughs> we had to learn a lot during the way, so. Thank you guys who have been with us since day one. The video and the audio stuff has improved since then as we've learned a few <laughs> things along the way. But um, but we are so excited about genuinely what's going to come up for season two. And uh, we're praying a, a lot. We have some different topics already kind of mm-hmm. in the pipeline. And we can't wait to get that out and share that with you guys. I can't wait to. I think it's going to be so fun while we're working on our doctorates to just be connecting with you guys every week. We're probably going to be sharing some stuff we're learning, you know, throughout that process, which will be really fun. So you guys, it's such a joy to end off the finale. This is the finale of season one. We're such a joy to be on this journey with you guys. We cannot wait to see you again in August. All right. We'll see you every day on Instagram and social, but (laughs) yeah. So don't forget at marriage ignited, but we will see you again for the podcast and for the YouTube August 4th. And so God bless you guys. God bless you.